0: We are joined live on the line from just outside Buckingham Palace by Ben O'Hara Byrne, host of A Little More Conversation and Global News Radio special correspondent in London. Ben, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome.
1: Thank you, Sterling. Yeah, good afternoon from good afternoon from a very, very crowded London. This weekend.
0: It is. Uh, it's, it's been quite impressive, Ben, just looking at the queue, and we'll talk about that and the huge security challenge of the arrangements for which are underway uh, in, in a moment. But first, can you bring us up to date on the Canadian delegation? We, we understand that uh, they have arrived, and what does their itinerary for today look like?
1: Yeah, they arrived last night. Uh, we saw all of them gather at uh, the High Commission, Canada House, on Trafalgar Square today. So the Prime Minister was there. Uh, the Governor General, the other members of the delegation, including Prime Minister Paul Martin, uh, the former Governor General David Johnson, Michel Jean, Sandra O oh was there, Mark Tewksbury, the Order of Canada recipients who also attending. So everyone uh, attending a small gathering. The Prime Minister then left to go to um, Westminster Hall, where the Queen is lying in state, along mm-hmm. with uh, the current Governor General and the High Commissioner, to pay their respects. I understand that he has a meeting with the King this afternoon at Buckingham Palace. Um, and then there'll be a meeting with uh, the new prime minister, Liz Truss, at Downing Street tomorrow. So uh, a pretty busy schedule. They call it funeral diplomacy, or, uh, and that's obviously taking place. There are a lot of new people uh, for him to meet. Of course, a new king and a new prime minister here in the U.K., so... That will be happening over the next 24 hours
0: or so. Indeed, and uh, it's been interesting watching the uh, the king, and I'm still getting used to it, and you're there, and you're a little closer to the action, but I'll bet you it doesn't fall off the tongue easily yet for you either, Ben. But watching yeah. the act- watching the activities of the king, who made it to Wales yesterday, so he's been to all of the realms of Great Britain, very busy week for uh, King Charles III. He had Thursday off, but right back yeah. at it today, and the grandchildren get involved in the vigil. Uh, segments is that this afternoon, Ben, or is that
1: tomorrow? That's this evening. I believe uh, that all eight grandchildren will be there. I mean, obviously, uh, people will be very familiar with Prince William and Harry, um, and they will be there. So this is a sort of a follow to what we saw last night, which was the vigil of the princes. Yes. King took part in with his with his three siblings um, standing around the coffin. It's just fifteen minutes. It is uh, sort of part of the regular changing of the guard. And uh, tonight we'll see the grant. I believe it's this evening. Uh, we'll see the grandchildren. Uh, all eight of them do the same, or something similar. Um, uh, And and there's a lot of anticipation about that, because these are one of the few times, both last night and today, that the family are allowed to take part, are are taking part in this very, what's become a very public, um, you know, lying in state. So, you know, this is clearly a family funeral. This is a family loss as well. We saw them walk behind uh, the the coffin uh, on Tuesday, on on, uh, Wednesday rather. And then, you know, these are these little moments where the family, re-enter the picture. And we'll see them again, obviously, on Monday for the funeral. Uh, But it was important, I think, they felt, for the family to be able to have these moments uh, as part of what has become a very national mourning process. So we'll see that again uh, with the grandchildren. And uh, Actually, the Prince of Wales uh, and his dad, the king, were out in the crowd today uh, speaking to those waiting in the queue, um, speaking to them. So, you know, that's a bit of a different style of monarchy. And I think we've seen that already in the first week from uh, the new king, that he's going to be someone who's going to get out and shake hands and talk to people and, you know, try to be, um, you know, something that obviously wasn't done 20, or 30 years ago. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that uh, in the future. Certainly we've seen a lot more of that in the first week than we would have seen um, from the Queen in the past. Nothing the Queen did. Uh, she was from a different, a different generation when it came to crowd interactions. But uh, certainly Charles has been out there a lot this week.
0: Yes, and it's been t- interesting, too, uh, watching Prince William, now the Prince of Wales. Uh, and, and uh, That's been official since the first speech by uh, King Charles. But, of course, he made it very official yesterday in Wales. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. it's, I was going to talk about William very briefly with you, Ben, because uh, the candour from Prince William, is frankly, uh, uh, it's refreshing and very unexpected, talking with perfect strangers in a big crowd about how unnerving that walk was for him and his brother, Uh, flashbacks to the same walk behind his mother's coffin, but discussing this quite openly with members of the general public. Quite refreshing and and surprising, frankly.
1: It is, and I mean, I don't think anyone who saw him this week walking behind his grandmother's coffin, wasn't reminded of a young, much younger William and a much younger Harry walking behind their mother's coffin 25 years ago Mm -hmm. this month. Um, So what's been interesting is the fact that he's simply addressing something that is out there. I mean, People are talking about it, people are thinking about it, and the fact that he would talk about it so candidly, you're right, is quite surprising. It used to be that, you know, people would lean in to get any snippet of what uh, what was discussed between a member of the royal family and the crowd, and often it was quite Innocuous, and you know this is this is pretty heartfelt stuff. And, and you're right, the fact that he would admit to uh, to it being challenging um, is something. And I think we're going to see more of that. I think that's where Charles thinks the monarchy needs to go to a more open, more inclusive, more more multi faith, um, um, you know, more multicultural uh, attitude towards Britain and the rest of the world. To frank, and and you'll probably see more of that And we're seeing it already very quickly. And you know, this first week was going to be. A trial for the family. They're in mourning at the same time. They're in very much in the spotlight. Sure. Um, and up to now, you know, I mean, one one has to look at this and think uh, this is an interesting new turn for the family, and it very much represents, I think, more of the style that William and Kate have had in the past. Um, and certainly, that you know, the Prince Charles, when he was prince, has always been also quite a quite someone to interact with the crowd. and We're seeing that too. And people have all here have all said it's very important for him, at the very least, to put his own stamp on this. He cannot follow. He cannot be. The, the monarch that his mother was. It just won't happen. So yeah. it's important that he differentiate himself a bit, and uh, he's doing that.
0: Ben, let's talk a little bit about security. We've got a 1,000 police officers assigned to simply watch and, uh, and uh, make sure the queue uh, stays orderly, and there's not any problem in that regard, but that just gives you an idea of, this, of the size of, of personnel involved. And here on Monday, we're going to have, with the exception of the leaders of our enemy countries, China and Russia, we're going to have basically all of the most important people in the world in one room for a very period of time about an hour or more at Westminster Abbey the it's, it's daunting to say the very least from a security point of view what can you tell us about the arrangements obviously they're not sharing a great deal but what can you tell us about what's going on
1: Well, I spoke to a security expert, someone who's handled these sorts of events in the past. Yesterday, we were talking about past events, such as the Olympics, the Diamond Jubilee, the Platinum Jubilee, the Royal Wedding, and how this is different. And, of course, the difference is it's 100 state visits all at once, plus a Royal event all happening in one spot. The advantage, in some ways, is that they've been planning for this for a very long time. Sure. Um, You know, if there was anyone out there planning, you know, any evil actors or any know, bad-based actors out there, they have no time to plan either. Um, so in this sense, what they're going to do is I think you'll see this sort of ring of steel or circle of steel around this whole area that I'm in, which is Buckingham Palace, Westminster. Um, you know, they're just going to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And there, these, there is fencing everywhere here. You can't get around easily. Even, you know, they left it open for the weekend, but on Monday they're going to simply shut it down. Access will be restricted. There'll be no vehicle access. Um, and, you know, there are, uh, you don't, unless you're looking for it, and they've always been good at that here, unless you're actually looking for it, you don't notice how much security is here. But everywhere you look, there's police. They brought in police from all over the country. It is the largest uh, policing operation in the history of the Metropolitan Police on its own. Um, obviously, the military is here, too. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on behind the scenes. There are cameras everywhere in this city. Um, so this is a huge operation. But what you notice most is just lots of police wandering around talking to people. They engage with people to see how everyone's doing. They talk to people in that lineup. To see how everyone is. Yeah, they mean, that's part of their writ, is to really engage, especially the police, is to look at the crowd, right? Because they're paying attention to the crowd. Uh, the military pay attention to protecting the VIPs. The police pay attention to the crowd to see who's there, see if anyone's acting suspicious. See, obviously, we had an incident late last night at uh, Westminster Hall where someone made a move towards the coffin. Uh, but, that, you know, considering how many people have been in and out of there... How many people are around, London right now, I and mean, tens of thousands down mm-hmm. alone right now um, it, It's been very orderly so far.
0: Ben, I appreciate this. Uh, You're a very busy guy. We appreciate a few minutes of your time uh, and and an update from uh, just outside Buckingham Palace. I've been there a few times myself, and I can appreciate how busy it must be today. Thanks ever so much for this, and we'll look forward to your coverage uh, on Monday, uh, the four-hour commercial-free event happening on Global News Radio Canada. You will be anchoring Farewell to the Queen, and we wish you considerable success with that, Ben, and thanks for this this morning.
1: Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: There's Ben O'Hara-Byrne joining us from Buckingham Palace. Just uh, uh, an update on the situation in London this morning. It is 626 here in Vancouver, cloudy skies and 11 degrees, and time for the news on CKNW Weekend
1: Mornings.